Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So... It's, this is a good time to, to decide how are you going to handle your meat this year. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 26 of the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast, where time, like Biden's mind, ceases to exist, and the conversation... Like Trump's comb over is timeless. Today is June twenty first, and as always, I'm Gus. I'm Matt. Happy belated Father's Day to all you sperm donors out there. Matt, what's today's episode powered by? Uh, not sperm or donors. We're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I have a um. Yeah, welcome to the episode, folks. I have a um very special. Uh, the whiskey docs have hooked us up once again with Burst Liquor's store pick of a Blanton's original single-barrel bourbon whiskey. I think we've um, mentioned in passing who bourbon docs are, but explain. So I'm under the impression that they're doctors from the MUSC Medical University of Southern California. Carolina. Jeez, (laughs) messed up my own joke. The MUSC, um, I'm under the impression they're doctors there, and they like whiskey, and... Burris uses them to do their store picks. Nice. But, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it's Blanton's. But <clears throat> it's uh, picked by people that like whiskey. So maybe it's better Blanton's? Sure. Yeah. This top is a... Hey, hit the microphone some more. This top is a <laughs> T. Oh, it's a T. Anybody needs a T? I think I need a T. And uh, these tops notoriously suck, so we we may um, cut to a super cut of just tops opening. But here we go. Oh, it's not bad. That was pretty good, actually. I actually cranked it pretty hard I saw to the that. right. We were going to break it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I made that sound. That wasn't a straight pull. We cheated, but you got a sound. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. That's true. Pour it up. I'm going to leave this whole long bit in there just. For someone special, since they can't make up their mind if they want the brakes or not. <sighs> hey, I'll bring it to you. Don't don't move. No, I'm not. <clears throat> Thanks, man. Cheers. Cheers to. <sighs> and we're back. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers to uh, late tariffs. Yeah. Here's cheers to tariffs. <laughs> We got some new ones today. Did that just happen today? No, I mean, I just found out about it today. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if maybe it was, you know, just happened today. It's it's hard to know what's going on in the world when all anybody wants to talk about is uh, bad Sh- flu. Sh- yeah. Should I don't want to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. We have certain uh, dealings overseas. Uh, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Um, We're businessmen. Yeah. And international businessmen. <laughs> we just got a bill today that we were not expecting. So uh, thanks to that country for 
or I don't know, I guess thanks to everybody. Thank you for your tariffs. You know, I never thought about it, honestly, not that I even really understand what tariffs are, but I was always like, fine, yeah, they should, you know, it's America. We should tariff everybody. But what I realized is it's just (laughs) the government making decisions. The people that you're affecting are the people that do business in that country. Yeah. So now that this country is imposing tariffs on us and our prices, the thing that we're buying is going up in price uh, like a good amount. It's... You know, it's affecting us, not the government. Yeah. And Never thought of it that way. Well, it's, it's, so it's, in my opinion, and, and we're risking turning this into a uh, socio political <laughs> podcast, but it ends up being almost a type of warfare in a sense, right? They're, we're not launching missiles or bullets or putting troops in other locations, but when you attack essentially a country's ability to do business by making it more expensive and more costly for the economy to operate, you can have a huge impact on a country's overall ability to function. Yeah. It's dollar. It's, or it's whatever its currency is. A lot of things. It's an interesting time to be alive and watching this stuff. And interesting from a perspective that up until the last year, I've watched this stuff and not really cared. Yeah. Like I know it's happening. It's like, oh, that sucks. I'm, it might hit my pocket in the form of uh, something that I like to purchase being a little more expensive. Yep. But this was different. Like literally something that we normally pay a certain price for doubled. Yeah. And we have no choice but to get it because we're, we, we, a we portion need- of our business is obviously yeah. we're not buying whiskey barrels from overseas. There's, there's another thing that we do, but a portion of our business is uh, based on a product that is not made in America. You cannot get it here. Trust me. I'd rather get it here. But Yeah. It's, it's uh, anyways, we'll beat a dead horse, but yeah. Cheers I don't know how to, to that. fix it. There's probably no way to fix it. You know how you fix it? Is, uh, drink whiskey. Is, was that two fingers of a Blanton single barrel? That's how you fix it. Two f- and, and not in Glen Karen's. Yeah. No, we're I, drinking, can't, I can't find my Glen We're drinking adult sized glasses. So this is, Probably four ounces of whiskey or something. So, cheers from across the room. Clink. Cheers. Hey, cheer. Yeah. Oh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> Same time. Yeah. One, One two, three. two, three. Okay. That's good enough. Good. You know, why people freak out about blends, I don't know. That's why right there. Because it's easy to drink. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's easy to drink. I mean, it's it's not a super high proof, right? What is that? 93 proof I'm looking yeah, at? they're all, I think they're all low 90s. It's, um, it goes down easy. It's not, it's not uh, breaking any barriers with flavor profile. Yeah. It's just easy to drink. I think it's the, it's that and the bottle and the. Well, I think the bottle and the, and the. Stupid you know, horse. The, the horse with the letters, you know, it makes it a novelty. So people like to collect it and that drives the, if you were to just take the juice out of the bottle though. And line it up with a handful of others, and I would even put it up against bottles that sell for twenty and thirty dollars less. Oh, we we've done it with oh yeah true. strangers. We have. and it other whiskeys beat it out by far. Yeah, every time. So I mean, every time we do a tasting blend, is one of the we've only had one person one time say this tastes like something people would like. However, it seems like. They only like it because it's low proof. That was what he said. And I was so excited when he said it because I thought he was getting ready to call it out by name. Yeah, and he didn't. He just he was like, this is just a low proof, easy drinker. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Speaking of not that cool whiskeys. What? What? Speaking of what? Not that cool of whiskeys. Oh, we were saving that for another one. Okay. We're just freestyling this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. No, 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 no. I have, I have deer stuff to talk about. Okay. Hunting stuff to talk about. Whitetail. I wasn't sure if we were going to do this episode as one of the, as one of the, um, we got a new series coming called, what did I call it? Bottle kill episodes. Bottle kill episodes. So instead of opening fresh bottles, we're going to kill bottles. And those are going to be episodes that we're out of town for. Yeah. So when we're traveling or on the road, we'll have sort of a backlog of uh, episodes that you'll notice we don't, we don't name a number 
or necessarily a date because we're not hundred yeah. percent sure when those are going to go up. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're fairly agnostic of any current events or anything yeah. that we would normally update you guys or talk about. Uh, but it should be enjoyable. There'll be guests. You're still good. We just did one earlier and it was good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but this is not one of those. Um, so, well, I'm going to save mine for one of those cause I, it's, I don't know. Okay. So we'll just maybe we'll just talk whiskey stuff or why tell stuff this episode. Yeah. So, I mean, we always we get shit lately because people say we don't talk enough about whitetail stuff, but you know, it's not whitetail season, yeah. And there's only so much you can talk about in the season unless all that's all you do. But we're whiskey and whitetails, and so I guarantee you, come the fall, people are going to be like, "Are you talking about uh, whitetail stuff?" I tuned in because of whiskey, but all you're talking about is hunting. He said, said buttery voice. Yeah, yeah, whiskey and whitetails. So. The uh, the topic that I wanted to discuss is based on a previous conversation inspired by an inspirational hero that we spoke to earlier, and I won't name names. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about um, preparation for archery season. Yep. Getting your bow ready, what you should be doing, what you should have been oh, doing this that whole time. inspirational guy. And we talked uh, to two inspirational people. That uh, we did. You're right. Um, but then also, uh, just kind of what you should be doing in general to make your whitetail archery season a success. So I have a list of things, uh, some that I kind of looked over online, but a lot of them were kind of common sense. But I figured it's worth discussing for those who maybe aren't huge into archery or who don't take it as seriously that they should consider doing this year well that bow um jelly butter grease butter bow string wax wax jesus <laughs> uh, so hard to get it out it's been a long day the, the uh yeah bowstring wax that the thing you told him i didn't know that yeah i'm pretty sure you you need to reference each manufacturer's uh, like care instructions individually because they all, you know, it's it's the industry, dude. Everyone yeah. has things that they're trying to do to make their, their proprietary, you know. And so some of them will tell you, you know, do not put wax on the string or don't put wax on this part of the string, so on and so forth. Yeah. So you just got to be careful um, to make sure you don't prevent, you know, uh, premature wear or, or wear and tear on, on your string or even even the other parts of your of your bow. How often do you replace your string? Because I I feel like I've had to do it almost every year. Oh, I I mean I have I've had the same string for going on two and a half years now. I blew mine up uh, two years ago, right after I got a new bow. Uh, I was shooting a I was shooting a, I was shooting an arrow uh, field tips, and um, they were new full metal jacket arrows. Uh, and what had happened? What had happened was, yeah, the knock on the arrow had developed a, a crack that I couldn't see, didn't detect. It snapped on the string, on the serving, just like it normally would. It felt normal, but it was enough of a. Um, there was enough give or enough of a. Uh, what's the word? Um, something is compromised. There's enough of a compromise there that when I fired the bow. It broke it, and it, it was as though I dry fired it, and yeah. it just blew up in my hand. Uh, so I had to get the cams replaced and a new string. That was before our, our elk hunt, actually, that we went on yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, that was in 2019, right? So coming up on two years, yeah. and I haven't had to replace my string at all. I don't think I'll have to for another year or two, as long as you're not throwing it around the woods and keep it, you know not riding in, I keep it in a case unless I'm carrying yeah. it in the field. Um, I blew mine up twice when I first got it, the compound bow. Yeah. Cause for the first time I had shot, um, and I had, I guess one of the arrows, the fletching had come off and I was like, I'm just going to yeet this into the woods. <laughs> so I took the field tip off. Oh yeah. No. Not even considering the fact that it needs that hundred grains of weight. Yeah. It needs the weight. And I just pointed it out in the woods and let it go and just pow right after the cams. And then the second time I did it, it was my fault. I was drinking whiskey, and I was like telling the wife, "It's like they're pretty easy to pull back, but let me show you how." And so I'm inside my house, no arrow, 
pull that sucker back and I got it right to like the locking point and I guess my thumb hit the release and nice. I dry fired it right and it bent sure. both cams because I'm an idiot and I don't think about things before I do them. You're not an idiot. You were just <laughs> learning. Yeah. Yeah. So don't do that to your bow. Yeah. So first and foremost, take care of your bow, you know, during the off season right now, you should be shooting your bow somewhat regularly. Yeah. Which I have not been doing, but I, um, I shoot my bow every day. Okay, <clears throat> um, <laughs> particularly at this point in the game, uh, it's a good time to start shooting, or, or as Matt said, eating, eating your um, your field, you know, your field tips, your broadheads. Yeah. So you should be shooting your broadheads and getting an idea for how those pattern because they will shoot different than field tips. Um. What do you, what target do you recommend? Because I've lost many broadheads so, in this. I don't know the name brand, but I, I have one that is a, a. It's a bunch of really really tightly condensed foam, and when you shoot broadheads in it, uh, the broadheads don't penetrate very far at all, and so you don't lose them in the. In the but if you shoot those into the soft, yeah, uh, with that's like stuffed with, they're not coming back out. No, you won't get those back out. So. Um, now, some of the some of the manufacturers like Rage, um, they make their mechanical expandable broadheads, and they make a field tip that is shaped uh, and looks just like their regular mechanical broadhead, but it doesn't expand. Yeah. So you get the same sort of that's what I've been using flight mechanics, and you get the same feel when you when you shoot those. Um, but you definitely want to understand how the your broadheads shoot differently than your field tips because. It can sometimes be a difference of a couple of inches in one direction or another, and that can be the difference between a kill shot and having to track a deer for hours yeah. because you shot too far to the right or whatever the whatever the case may be. Um, what was the other one that I wanted to recommend? I want to remind people not to leave the bow in your truck when it's hot outside. Yeah, that's not good. I like to remind my. Yeah, I podcast know. person to stop touching the microphone. Can't help it. I can't help it. I just I don't do my hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, practicing from a tree stand, if you can, is the next thing. Yeah. So understanding how year. your broadheads fly, uh, getting up in a tree stand if you have the ability to, and practice shooting at that angle. Uh, at different distances. So you just get used to aiming. You know, it's one thing to stand and shoot in a straight line, 20, 30, 15, 40 yards, whatever you're doing. Uh, The trajectory of the arrow and how you aim, all that stuff changes when you're shooting at a downward angle. So doing that and understanding how how your arrow reacts and flies at those those various angles uh, can can be a, a huge difference. You can also make it a workout by a climber. Sure. Then you climb up the tree, shoot like three arrows, climb down, do a 50-yard sprint. Sounds awful. Yeah. Really awful. He'll do it, though. Somebody we know will do it. Sure. Um, other than that, the next thing... I'm skipping... I mean, there's there's... Dozens and dozens of things you could be doing, right? You know, scouting, understanding yeah. where you're going to hunt, you know, prepping, if you can, if you can, you know, put mineral out, all, all those things, right? Show camera, start before. doing some battery and looking at some footprints. Sure, all that stuff. Um, but it's the things that, it's, it's all those things that help you prepare that you're doing during the hunt. I feel like everyone talks about. Yeah. But it's the things leading up to the hunt and the things after it, after the kill, that I think people don't think a lot about. Yeah. So, it's this is a good time to to decide how are you going to handle your meat this year. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with the deer? Yeah, are you are you going to take on processing at home this year? If so, do you have the right equipment? Do you have a meat grinder? Do you have you know a vacuum sealer? Do a you place have, to get uh, fat. Yeah, do you have a place to buy yeah. fat, or, or or are you going to buy you know cheap fatty bacon to add? Um, yeah. Do you have good knives and a good workspace because you know, the wife or whomever significant other may not want you quartering a whole deer and having it all over the kitchen counter. 
Um, do you have, you know, buckets of containers to put meat in while you're cleaning? There's things that you need. Do you have all that? And are you prepared to do that? Because there's nothing worse than getting a deer home and then realizing, oh, you need to go to the store. Well, yeah. now you can't go till tomorrow. And then because everything's closed. Everything's closed. Yeah. And, and then, you know, oh uh, yeah, well, I don't have the fridge space or the. Uh, yeah, it's or, August 15th. Those deer's rotting away in my yeah. garage. There's a waste of money. Yeah. You got to prepare ahead of time. And if you're not going to do that, understand what your options are for processors. Understand and stay in touch with them. We had a, a weird thing happen last year where because of the whole pandemic, a lot of people weren't working. More people were out in the woods hunting. Yeah. And so the processor got full and they literally stopped for taking days. deer for, yeah, for like, and it happened twice where they stopped yeah. taking deer. So if you, I, I killed a deer and I couldn't take it to the processor. So make sure you're staying on top of what's going on with the processor or processors that you regularly use so that you can plan uh, for you know whatever may happen in that case. Uh, Cause I didn't have a good contingency plan in place. And it kind of yeah. bit me in the ass, but um, so understanding what's what's going on with that. Um, make sure you have your licenses and all that shit squared away. Yeah, don't be caught with DNR because <laughs> they ain't playing around opening day. No, they're not. Um, you want to make sure your thermocell is ready to go if you live in the southeast. Well, maybe anywhere. I guess opening day. It's well, probably not. I don't know. I don't know how cold it gets. Up. I don't go up north. I, I, I mean, I, if you could buy a tag for. For mosquitoes, you could probably hunt them down here. They're big enough, and there's nothing. Yeah, they're huge. Uh, and do, are you? Uh, you know how when we're hunting and we hear that thing, it sounds like a wasp, but it's some kind of bug that eats mosquito. Mosquito hawk, I think they called it. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Do you, do you know what that thing looks like? Because I keep getting told. I don't ever. I've been told that it's, and I always wonder if it's a, a folk tale where they tell your kid, like, don't worry about it. It's just a bug that eats. Uh, mosquitoes, or if it's actually like a Japanese hornet getting ready to put me in the hospital. No, I've never. I, I just I know what a mosquito hawk looks like. I'm pretty sure. Does it sound picture. like a hornet? I don't think so. No, I don't ever really hear them. I see them. That's just the large mosquito, the mosquito hawk. Yeah, it, it's just it just it, it's like this big, and you see them in your house sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They make it in. Yeah, I'm talking just, about something else then. Mm-hmm. This thing sounds like a hornet. It's like vroom, vroom, above your head, maybe like a lightsaber. Are you sure it's not a? Could be a hummingbird. Hummingbird? Huh? Yeah, I guess it could be. Do hummingbirds eat mosquitoes? I bet they do. Maybe. Maybe little tiny mouths and little tongues. I have to look that up. Do it. Yeah. It just gets brought up every year. Make sure you have your uh your thermosel ready. Your hunting knife sharpened. Whatever boots you're gonna use, as long as they're not the under oh, armor. I gotta get new boots. Yeah, see? Shit. Do not buy lacrosse. If you have wide feet, don't buy lacrosse boots. Let me go ahead and save you the money. Yeah. Because I'm on my second pair, and they it's not the boots. It's me. Well, to me, it's not me. It's the boots. I guess it's both of us. I got big-ass feet, and these boots are kind of tight. Do Remember it. how much problems I had getting them off? You had to help me pull them yeah. off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do, tell the, do you tell the boots? It's not you. It's me. No, I know it's them because I've never had problems getting boots off. You don't have a good track record with boots. <laughs> I know. I have a bad, yeah. Every pair of boots I buy suck. It wouldn't be so bad if you didn't have to buy snake boots down here. Yeah. You don't have to technically, but... It, yeah, it's too sketchy. I don't see as many snakes as most of you do, which I still don't know why. I don't know if I'm just making more noise and they run for me. Could be. It's not that I'm not seeing them because I do see them. They're just... I don't see as many. Yeah. Also, not ever on the trails. Like, you guys see them just... Chilling in the trail. I don't ever see him. Right? Yeah, I saw the. I mean, I saw four in the last year just at my house, my old house. Yeah. See, I don't. I mean, I see like cotton mouse out in the swamp, but I, other than that, yeah, like the swamp that we hunt at. But other than that, I don't see him. Can we? I don't know. What? I was gonna make mention of a property we were looking at, but yeah, yeah. We can Some just other say time. we're looking at a property. Yeah, we're looking at properties. Yeah. A property. I mean, I guess technically we're looking at properties. Yeah, it's true. But one specifically right now. I'm always looking at property, though, you know? Yeah. Yep. It's in D.C. It's like 5,000 acre <laughs> National Preserve. <sighs> um, what else do they need for... 
getting ready for hunting season. Trail cameras, SD cards, and batteries, man. Load up. Especially if you're down here in the south, man. Southeast, it gets the humidity so bad. I swear these trail cameras just eat batteries. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the humidity that's the water getting in the batteries or if it's the fogging up of the lens and it makes them take a thousand extra pictures. Maybe. It definitely eats them up, though. I wonder if they make humidity proof trail cameras. Hmm. Some Rocco sent me some trail cameras. Uh, damn. Look at that. I cameras just, or photos? I just set it and it pulled it up and showed it to me. That's so creepy. So Moultrie Mobile, they're on Amazon. Moultrie Mobile Delta Cellular Camera. You can get them for AT&T or Verizon. They're $173. Damn. Just cheap if you've ever bought cell phone cameras. But they look really good. And going through the pictures of the quality of picture they take, they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't buy any, but I guess he bought eight for his uh for Camp Hero. Nice. And he listens. Shout out to Rocco. Howdy, Rocco. Hi, Rocco. We're excited to come see you uh in a couple months. Yeah, won't be long. So that's all I had for Whitetail Prep. I know only some of that was related to archery, but it really boils down to don't leave your bow in a hot ass vehicle. Keep it in a case so it doesn't get banged up. Don't dry fire it. Shoot your broadheads. Shoot from a stand. Replace that string before it gets frayed. Yeah, there's and there's there's a lot of good shooting drills you can do. Um, I forget the name of them, but there's one in particular where uh, you shoot at a target like two feet from you. Yeah. Um, shoot with your eyes closed, and you're you're basically aiming so that you can pull back with your eyes closed, and you don't have to worry about hitting something else because the target is so close. Yeah. But what you're working on with your eyes closed is the feel of finding your anchor point so that you get used to doing that and it becomes habit and, and it's, it's something, it becomes something that you just do without thinking about. Right. Um, it's a good drill to do. I've done it a few uh, Blind bail shooting is what it's called. Blind Bl- bail. Blind bail or blind bailing, I should know. But go look it up. You'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. You do the research. Yeah, you do the research. I'm... <laughs> We're giving you ideas, not what do you want me step to do? by step. Ridiculous. Needy ass listeners. You good? Yeah, I keep hearing something bump a microphone, and I, I think it's me. It's driving me nuts. It's possible. I've been being very careful not to touch. Whatever. Do not touch. So are we ready for Friday? No. <laughs> but it's only Tuesday. It's true. We have two, time. two more days. Two more and a half days. Yeah. We'll be good. I'm excited. I think it's going to go well. Um, I think it's going to go very well. As long as it doesn't rain and flood. <laughs> dude. Yeah, you were down there. How bad did it flood? Bad, dude. I've never been I've never been downtown when it when it did that. But it took us 45 minutes to get out of downtown. Did it? Yeah, we had to drive from where we parked um, at that, that parking garage, yeah. like a block over. We had to drive all the way down over King Street, almost to the hospital, and then cut back up. I don't even remember what the name of the street was. And then back across over to Meeting Street. And then Damn. take Meeting Street up. It took us 45 minutes. It was wow. awful. Just because of how flooded it was. Yeah, and roads were flooding so fast. That we sometime, There was a couple of times we'd get like halfway down a road. And the water level rose so fast that cars stopped and were doing U-turns. And then by the time it was your turn... Like, there was no way you could get past. You had to do a U-turn like everybody else. It was bad. Yeah. Turn around, don't drown. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it does that. We, oh, I've been down there before in rain boots, and, and there's people kayaking down uh, East Bay. Like, it's <laughs> as wild as shit to see a place that you that you walk, and, you know, we go get food and stuff. And yeah. To watch somebody kayak, just from rain. <laughs> it's just not even, yeah, it wasn't even a hurricane or anything. It was just yeah. rain. And there was there were people just, um, like shoes off walking through. Like once we got back towards market street to turn on meeting that street right there, people were standing in water halfway up to their knees. Ugh. Yeah. I'm not sure I would have been walking around. No, 
It, that place needs a good rinse every once in a while. All that horse pee and shit everywhere. Ugh. It just stinks. Like in the middle of the summer, what you wish it would rain. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how much water runs through there. And, I, and there was there was one lady on um the local, whatever I think it was a Reddit page, but she was saying it wouldn't flood so much if they would quit building so much. And I was like, do tell. And she was saying that because they were building so much that it was sinking the peninsula into the ocean. And that's huh. why it was flooding. And I was like, uh, I don't think that's how that works. I'm not an anthropologist, but I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that <laughs> Charleston has an infrastructure problem and a lack of. Yeah. they. You know, they built that tunnel and they never finished it. I don't know anything about it. Really? It's like 50 feet underground. They built this tunnel that all the rainwater is supposed to go into it, and they just jet it out into the ocean. Uh, but they never, I don't know if they ever finished it. Huh. Bummer. Yeah. But it's definitely not sinking into the ocean, I can tell you that. I don't think that's how I don't think land so mass works. Yeah, who was that? Polit- there was a politician a long time ago that, and I can't remember what it was, but he asked somebody about... Uh, some island in the Caribbean sinking. Oh, yeah. He was talking about military bases. It was a general. He saw a military base. He was saying that they couldn't put them all on one side because it was going to tip over. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> all the tanks or something. People are... I mean, I, don't, I guess I don't expect you to know everything, but I do expect you to understand how ground works. I think that's pretty fundamental. Like, how do you make it through life and not realize that we're not floating in the ocean? I don't know, man. I, I, yeah. I guess I'm not surprised. I don't know. That that one surprises me. I'm not surprised by much anymore, but that, that one. Anyway, we started the market on Friday, and uh, we've been making products all night and then uh, doing podcasts. And We're tired. Yeah, we're beat. We're beat. Y'all are beating us down. Father's Day. It's been rough. It's not even Father's Day yet, shit. No, it's not. And it's, we, well, when you're hearing this, it's yeah. Father's Day was yesterday. But as we're recording this, there's four days till, five days till, and uh, we're still getting orders. Orders are not slowing yeah. down. During the last, during the podcast, I think we got two or three. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I'm over here at your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, your family's out of town. Yep. So I came here after work, and we were making products all night. Now it's. I don't know, my watch is in bedtime mode, so it's after 10 o'clock. 10.37. Yeah, there you go. So we're coming up on 11 on a work night. Just trying to keep you folks happy. Yeah, we're doing know. this for you. We're not complaining. You're we welcome. Are complaining. But we came over here to make products, so I had to call the wife and have her ship everything out that's sold today and logistics. We need an employee. We need a shop. That works for free. It has like a ship station, an area just for shipping, and then a workshop where we can... Yeah, it'd be nice to do it all in one spot. One day. We're getting there. We knew that this part would come, where it would be like... Overwhelming? Yeah. It's like, it's just too much right now. It's a lot. We're getting ready to push our shipping days back one day. We can't ship same day anymore, we just can't keep up. People, but, people get over it. Yeah. Just don't buy it anymore. We'll <clears throat> find somebody else. We'll get new listeners. Yeah. There's no shortage of people that need to be entertained. That's for sure. Nah, we're just kidding. We like you all. We appreciate your support. If anybody wants to come over and give us a back rub, scratch our heads till we fall asleep, that'd be cool. I think I'll just go to bed. I don't need any of that. Yeah, I don't either. But. The, um, the weather at this house is ridiculous. You said it's been raining it's every rained day? Every, all but one day. And I've I've been we've been in here since May twenty sixth. It has rained every single day. That's crazy. Considering yeah. how much it doesn't rain in my Not house. just sprinkles, like thunderstorms. Well when I looked up the map earlier when it was raining, it was a red circle like Right here. Yeah, right here. Everything else is fine. You're like in Thunderstorm Alley. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know if it has something to do with 
Cypress Gardens over here, and there's some curse, or I, I don't know, man. But that would be cool. I mean, not because of where the curse came from, but still, you know, <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, maybe it's possible. Yeah, it's it's weird how much it rains here and how much it doesn't rain. You know, forty five minutes away. Yeah. Who would have thought there'd be that much difference between two spots? I'm sure a meteorologist has a good explanation. We talked about this the last podcast. Oh, yeah, we We're did. talking about it again. Yeah. We're not tired at all. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking in fucking circles. Yep. Um, no, we're not sorry. Yeah, we're not sorry. You're it's learning our podcast. Some stuff. We'll do what we want to do. Yep, that's true. What are those? Oh, never mind. Go on. I was going to ask what something visual. What are those two little cutouts for underneath that thing? There's a similar cutout behind that TV up there. Whoa. If you can snake, wire, snake the wires through it. That's a long way to snake. And around a corner? Yeah. I haven't tried it because I don't know how well it'll work. <laughs> there should be PVC pipe behind there going from one place there, to another. I think there is uh, some sort of piping. Yeah. Um, but other than that antenna that's right there, there's really nothing we need plugged in. We you guys see that antenna? We don't have a DVD player or anything like that. And everything else is an app on the TV. So Nobody sees the antenna except us. Yeah, that one, you guys over there. Yeah, it's black. It's a blue light on it. Yeah, it's got a good signal. We're really really close to a broadcast antenna. Oh, so you get bomb-ass signal here. So we get, like, all the over-air channels plus a bunch of extra channels. It's pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's it's nice. Um, (sighs) We'll actually have clocks clocks done this week. Clacks? Clacks. Clickety-clack. I found a... We actually have clocks done this week. Um, yeah, sorry. No, it's not your fault. It's, <laughs> we've been busy, man. Yeah, we'll have some clocks made. And I was going through mo- moving staves um, from the old location to a new location. Um, and I have several barrel lids that we can use to Tight. to make some more. Just so, let me come get them. Yeah. Or bring yeah. them to me or I'll, something. Well, well, damn, microphones. Whenever you come back. Uh, I don't what, whenever day that is, I'll have them. I'll get them out of the that location and bring them. I'm coming back Thursday. Here. All right, so yeah, I'll have them Thursday, and we can work on them over the weekend. Word. I'm hitting this microphone with the chair. That's the chair. I just figured it out. Yeah, yeah. I figured it out. Too. Been yelling at me this whole time, and it was you. Well, you were beating the shit out of that thing a minute ago. You don't have, you, you don't have it uh, the weight distributed very good. I know because I like it down, down, down. No, but what I mean is. In order to not tip over, you need to have that arm in line with one of those legs. Ah, nobody told me that. I just figured it was common sense. Yeah, it is because I think of fire trucks and you can't throw the ladder out that way. <laughs> yeah. I went to fire school. Just a thought. Yeah, good um, point. But um, I really want to push a button over there for it on the soundboard, but it's so far, far away. <laughs> um, Work days have started. I think there was a work day this last Saturday. And was there? We missed it, yeah. I didn't even look. Yeah, I think we missed it. That's okay, though. Um, I still haven't paid my dues. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm halfway considering not paying them. It's up to you, man. I already committed, so I kind of have to. But Yeah. I, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Struggle Shit. bus over here. Yeah, man. I do not know how many days I'm going to make it out there to hunt, period. Yeah. It's a hike from here. Yeah. Because, it's a hike from both of us now. Well, I know, but, but like, well, especially compared to where I was. Yeah. Um, it was 15 minutes from there. From here, because of the, the closest highway I'm, I'm off of, like, I have to go south and then north or go way north and then drop down south to get uh, there. Yeah. So you it's do. kind of... It annoys me that I have to kind of backtrack, essentially. Yeah. It's a pet peeve of mine. I hate backtracking to get anywhere. Is it 45 minutes for you now? I have to look. It's probably closer to 30 or 40, but yeah. It's about, it's like an hour for me. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I don't know why I signed back up. I think I did it out of guilt. But the Francis Marion from here is 15 minutes. Yeah. So I may be looking more into spots to hunt the National Forest this year. I think I'm only going to hunt in Kentucky this year. We'll be there plenty. That's for yeah. sure. I guess they need to buy a freaking uh, license for Kentucky. Uh, I think that's already done. Okay. I'll double check. I think we're good on that. All right. 
Yeah. Um, we also, yeah. We should buy a camper and just put it at Rocco's and we can just leave it there. Those aren't, you can get those pretty cheap. Yeah. Especially, I'm pretty sure now that things are opening back up, people are going back to work and people aren't just cruising around. People are having to sell them and I'm pretty sure the demand is going down so the price should be going down. That's true. That would be interesting if uh, come like into the summer, people are like, I just got to get rid of it. Soon yeah. we don't lock down again. Apparently, everyone else is locking down again. So some strain, some fourth strain yeah, that causes you to else grow is, up yeah. penis out of your forehead. I think it said you get you get your brain turns into a mushroom or something. I read fungus. Hmm. You look? Did you look it up? Fungus yeah. brain. Yeah, it was. It, it's, it's not that big of a deal. I didn't think it was based on what I was reading, but I'm not a doctor. Well, I didn't think any of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, um. Okay, so <laughs> Friday, market, we already did that. Saturday, we got nothing going on, really. No. A Saturday, I might just sleep. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. I'm going to sleep, and I'm going to probably get up and do yard work because this house needs it terribly. Because of all the rain, because it rains every day. All the rain. Oh, shit. It's crazy how much it doesn't rain at my house. Oh, shit. <laughs> What'd you forget? I close on that house Friday. It's not a big deal. That's already taken care of. I need to mow the yard one more time because I'm responsible for that. So between uh, now and Friday, I have, before I close, I got to go mow the lawn. Well, run up there Friday morning. I'll probably do it Friday morning or run out there tomorrow and do it. It won't take me too long. I don't have the right lawnmower anymore for that big-ass backyard. I got to push mow that motherfucker. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be fun. I don't envy that. Whatever. Got to do it. I'm glad you're closing finally. I know that was a big stressor. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just entertain everybody for a minute. Yesterday, I got a call from my realtor. So the the buyers, so the, 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 the closing of my, the sale of my home was contingent on the buyers closing on the sale of their home. And the day before they closed on the sale of their home, their buyers backed out. <laughs> um, so I get a call from my realtor and he's like, hey, um, probably not going to close. Some things happened uh, and all these things, you know, they want they're offering to extend till the end of next month. They're going to give you this much back at closing, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, dude, that doesn't pay any like now you're telling me I got to pay basically two mortgages, da, 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 da. Um, anyways, roller coaster of, of emotions. By the end of the day, he comes back and is like, Hey, they got some rich relative that's just going to front them the money. And then as and of pay for the whole house, as of today, they, uh, they had already wired the money to the closing attorney's escrow account. So all 6 million. Clo- yeah. All, all of it. So Whoa. yeah. Back on track to close Friday, finally, and be done with it. Yeah. When you told me earlier, I was, I just couldn't stop thinking about, I mean, I would have had multiple, like brain aneurysms through the day. Dude, I, it, I would have sold, you know, there was my so much ring. going through my head. Yeah. Um, but, you know, luckily I didn't act too irrationally. Yeah. Yell at the family. And right here, I yelled at the dog a lot and the ducks. Yeah. You, I'm glad you have the ducks to yell at. It's good. I'm sure the neighbors think you're a lunatic. They don't yell back. Neighbors are pretty cool. Neighbors this way are. Kind of old. They don't care. Everybody keeps themselves. I like That's it. That's good. That's good. I've made a bunch of noise in the garage with the tools for a week now. No one's complained or said anything. Plus, from what I hear, I won't get into details, but we are a superior uh, upgrade from compared what was to the here. previous, the previous yeah. uh, people living in this house. So. I've heard some stories, and I think I would take a meth lab next to (laughs) (laughs) what those people were. Yeah. Yeah, Same. No, not into it at all. Not into it at all. Um, what do we have going on in July? Nothing really other than working that market. Yeah. Working the market. There's no major holiday. So I think, you know, months like that, we need to double down on being at the market as much as we can. Yeah. Within reason, you know, I also want to have a life, but, also want to make money. Yeah. We had, we had a goal. 
right? And then we won't talk on the details in the podcast with the listeners, but w- within our ownership of the company, we had a sales target. For the, and, and yeah, for we rem- shot high. For, but, but if this mark, if the market goes as well as I think it could, we could still get, we could still hit it or get, at least get very close. Yeah. That'd be tight if we hit it. That would be unbelievable. Yeah. If we hit it, we're going to go on Shark Tank. Shark Ooh-ah. Huh? You ever watch Finding Nemo? No. Then you don't get it. <laughs> Clearly. Finding Nemo finds himself in a shark, not shark, in a fish tank. Uh-huh. In a dentist office. This is it, the fish, right? Yeah. And and the, the the fish and the fish tank give him the nickname Shark Bait. He tells his story to them. And they do like this, like, council, uh, um, this... Like ceremonial tribal ceremony, shark bait, and and every time every time someone says shark bait, every time the, the main guy is t- talking to him and says shark bait, all the other fish go shark bait, ooh ah. Huh. So yeah, if you have kids, you've probably seen it. You get it. If you're Matt and you don't have kids, then you don't get it. No, happy Father's Day, Matt. Thank you. I appreciate that. I have a cat yep. or two. <laughs> it's okay. Actually, I really only have a cat. The wife has other cat. It half half of them I don't think qualify as cats. They're one is huge. Yeah, one is a Maine Coon, and he is expected to reach twenty five pounds. One of them, and the other, there's another one on the other end of the spectrum who is super special. Yeah, and we have one that um, is a little cross eyed and uh, a little bit of Down syndrome, I guess, um, but. His like savant thing, you know, like that's a thing, is cleanliness. Yeah. So that's at least nice that he's not shitting everywhere and disgusting. Kitty he's super clean. Kitty is the most cat cat. Yeah, she's Adam. mine. My she comes to see me. She's like, "What's up, bro?" And I'm like, "What's up?" We fist bump. And then she goes back to mine. And, her and then she's gone. And if I pick her up, she just yells at me until I put her down. She's like you if you were a cat. Yeah, exactly. We get along. It's like first thing in the morning, I'm in a good mood. What's up? How's it hanging? As the day goes on, just stay away. Leave me alone, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the way she is. I yeah. get it. Do you have a cabinet you play in or you you go into? Yeah, my truck, I think. I think my truck is my cabinet. <laughs> yeah, she has this cabinet, which the first time she did scared the shit out of me. I'm in the kitchen, and, I, and I'm usually overly paranoid about almost everything. But there are things, like, for instance, tonight I'm going to sleep like a rock because like hey, there's a noise again. Um, Sometimes when I, when I drink whiskey, like my throat, like burps oh. or gurgles. It's weird. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Whatever. I just did it. That's twice. We've called it on a podcast. Yeah. Um, Good microphones. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'm surprised that it passes that noise filter. Anyway, I'm going to sleep like a rock because at my house I have, you know, the wife. So I'm always kind of keyed into noises. But like here, if somebody were to break in here and kill me in my sleep, you know, I don't want to say they'd be doing me a favor because that's not true. Jesus. <laughs> but, but they, you know, it's like kind of whatever. It's like there are a lot worse ways to die. Yeah. So I don't need to protect you. Like you can protect yourself. Yeah. So having no one to protect, I'm going to sleep like a baby. And a dog's going to wake both of us up to anything weird going on anyway. Oh, will she? Yeah, she'll she'll bark and make a, a ruckus. That's one thing I miss about having a dog. That's probably the only thing I miss about having a dog. Yeah. Is, is that protection thing. Because the cats definitely won't. They'll be like, hey, what's up? Did you bring treats? It's and, a shift. Uh, the cats are barking one day. <laughs> that freaked me out. <laughs> Sometimes I think one of them would kind of run in there scared, and I would notice that they were scared. Yeah. but Freaking out a little bit. But I don't know. I doubt it. Anyway, I don't know why I was whiskey white tails and cats. Hey, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, we're just chatting, y'all. We, we're beat. If you, could, if you could see the exhaustion, you'd understand. My eyes, I can feel that they're super red. You like sit they here, burn. You sit here and complain about being busy being busy with a business and jobs well here's the thing is we can complain because we did this to ourselves and anyone could be in our position 
anyone could be as tired as we are right now if, if they just work wanted. as hard. Yeah, yeah. If you worked as hard, <laughs> we didn't know. If you <laughs> if you picked up, if you were not a, if you were a yes man and you just said yes to everything, yes, I will come spend the night at your house and make stuff. Yes, I will do multiple podcasts. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, we're tired, but we got a lot done. And come a month from now or whenever, when we're out of town and we got things going on, it's going to be that much less stressful knowing that we've got stuff in the hopper we can just pull from. Yep. Yep. So. And one day when we're looking down on our Scrooge McDuck empire of golden coins that are somehow swimmable through. I'm going to ski down it. Yeah. Didn't he ski down it? I think that he dove in and went underwater and then came back That's up. That's right. Like he was swimming. Yeah. yeah and then okay. he like spit coins out of his mouth. That's right. <laughs> That's and I right. remember watching that. Even as a kid, I was like, I don't really understand how that's possible, but. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, now I understand. It's not possible. It's not. It would hurt like hell. But if I could do it, I would. 100%. Show me somebody that wouldn't break an arm trying to dive through gold coins. You would all do it. Yeah. Yeah, especially if they're your gold coins. 100%. Yeah, I would do it. What time is it? On there. Uh, we're at 51 minutes. But it's right. 10.56. Y'all got nine more minutes of us dragging on. Dragging on. <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? What else are we going to talk about? Just repeating ourselves now. Lampshades. Lampshades are crazy. Yeah, they're like hats for lights. That's true. They were like ass for lights. Oh, oh, I got something to end it with. I forgot I wrote this down because I had a rant. Hold on, because I don't remember what the, I don't remember what I was upset about, but get I wrote really, it down. Get really exciting. Oh, it was traffic again. Again. You're ranting about traffic? Yeah, my I remember last time I did this, it was it was over traffic. It was uh the guy tailgating me. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found my biggest problem with traffic. And and you guys are either guilty of it or you'll agree with me. Either way, you're gonna Learn that you're not alone, or you're going to learn that you're a piece of shit. This was about to get out. Oh. When you're in traffic, this is my, I found it out. This has taken me many years to figure out why I get so angry in traffic, and I figured it out. When you're, in tra- when you're driving down the road, and the guy in front of you slams on the brakes with his left turn signal on and lets people in the left lane blow past him so he can get over to the turn lane to go to the restaurant or shopping center he was trying to go to instead of being considerate of everyone else around him and just going to the next stoplight and make it a U-turn, that is what irritates me because that person thinks they are so important and so special that the rest of the world should hold up the rest of their day so they can turn at the correct intersection. That is what I've figured it out because every time that happens, my blood boils, and then from that moment forward, I'm just yelling at people for anything. Yeah. I really hope none of our listeners are like that. Yeah, that kind of stuff drives me nuts too, though. Go to the next stop sign. Go to the next intersection and do a U-turn. Don't don't turn your turn signal on in the middle of flowing traffic and make everyone stop so you can get over. Yeah, it. there's actually there's a um, on the way here coming up 52. If you if you're not used to driving north on 52, there's an area where you think it's three lanes wide. Really, it's only two. The far left lane that everyone gets in and hauls ass because they think, ah, three lanes, I can go yeah. fast now, is actually turns into a, a turn lane that cuts across the other side of the highway. But it's not until they real that they, it's not until it's almost too late that they realize they're in a turn lane and they will almost always, there's an asshole that will stop and hold up traffic, put his right turn signal on and hold up traffic trying to get back over into the highway travel lanes yep and hold up traffic and so then people who are trying to turn left and cut and go across it because it's a light yeah get stuck and and then ends up backing up traffic dicks dick move but it causes accidents too i passed three accidents yesterday when i went to take the mail my second mail trip of the day (laughs) when i went to take the mail back i I mean the post office no that's not true i went to i mean i took the mail but i was going to staples Uh let me tell you this i bought did you know serta the mattress company makes office chairs no excuse me beauty rest i'm all over the place 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Beauty rest. Yeah. So I bought a beauty rest office chair. It was, was eighty seven dollars. It? It's a little firm, but it's memory foam. You know, you got to work that in, so it's okay. But it was eighty seven bucks. That's pretty cheap for a nice, comfortable office chair. Yeah, absolutely. But from my house to there, which is probably five miles, I passed four, not fender benders, four major accidents. Really? Like upside down, multiple cars involved. Jeez. Like ambulances. I mean. Damn. Yeah. I passed one today that was very clearly a uh, the result of a vehicle trying to, instead of go up to the light and do a proper U-turn, or turn left, go down a little bit, do a U-turn, and come back to the intersection. They tried to flip a bitch right there where the big sign says no U-turns. Yeah. Um, and it, it was hard to tell who hit who, but the bottom line is you could tell from the way the vehicle was facing that it had tried to do a U-turn in a rush and either hit hit the car that was coming or that caused that car to hit it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, people are just, people are assholes, man. I just don't get it. I wish everybody would just chill out. I wish everybody would just drive like me. Yeah. I don't want everyone to drive like me, but cause I, well, see, I think if people, I don't think people when they drive, I don't, and this, 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 this applies to everything in life, work, driving, hunting. I don't think people, most people think more than one step ahead. Yeah. And maybe I'm abnormal or you're abnormal in the fact that I think two and three steps yeah, ahead too. with everything almost to, to almost to the point that like and you have you and I have talked about this, but you will ask somebody to do something or give instruction at yep. work and be, because you've thought several steps ahead yep. and you know that that's the first step or part of the first process. And then pe- when people question you or people don't do it, it bugs you because yep. now you have to read Redo now your I have whole to, thought process or explain it all. Yeah, now I got to tell you tomorrow, all, like all the rest, the, the next seven hours at work and half the day tomorrow, so you understand why I want it done this way. Yeah, yeah it drives me nuts. Yeah, uh, but I'm that way when I drive. Like I know that I'm in this lane. Yeah, and I'm gonna do this because in three moves or whatever you want to call it from now, I have a very specific thing that I'm going to do or need to do. Yep. It's just, I don't know. And we've also talked before that I think most, I hate to say most, but I think it probably is most. Most people wake up and, and every day that they wake up, it's like, it's a, it's a brand new world. Like they don't remember anything they learned yesterday. Oh yeah. Like they don't remember anything. Yeah. So it's, you know, people that ride the left lane till the very, or the people that ride that turn lane till the very end and then cut over, it's like. It's, I swear, I swear they get there and they go, Oh wow, this lane ends. You know, they've lived off that road for 14 (laughs) years, but they, it's, I I seriously think most people wake up and every day is like the first day of their life. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe just there's a reset button. Yeah. I just think people don't, people don't, uh, they're so absent minded or maybe distracted. I don't know. The same thing with the torches, bro. (sighs) Just nobody reads anything. Nobody pays attention to what they're doing. Yeah. And then it's everyone else's fault. Oh yeah, it's always everyone else's yeah. fault. It's no, it's it's no way they couldn't have not read, you know, no. read the description where it states three times. And I like I'm one of the first people to apologize, not to my wife. You think people are, but everyone else. You think the listeners are tired of hearing this bitch about it? Well, no. guess what? I'm tired of hearing about it, and so is Matt because he's the one that answers most of the questions about it. Yeah, I think oh, the torches. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think most of them find it funny. I mean. Dom sent us a meme. I mean, we posted our story yesterday. Dom that sent was us a meme. Funny. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. I mean, it happens every every single day, maybe twice on Tuesdays Sundays. because, or maybe Wednesdays, twice on Wednesdays because all the weekend orders go out Monday and almost everything's there by Wednesday. All right, I'm going to bed. Okay, you staying up? Oh, yeah, I got lots of stuff to do. All right. I yeah. figured you'd run the podcast a little longer or so. <laughs> yeah, you go to bed. I'm just going to sit here yeah. and hang out and talk to do them. Do a monologue. <laughs> I don't have a monologue prepared. What would a monologue be like? I mean, just just talking to people by yourself. Yeah, just, I mean, in our situation. Um, 
I don't know. I've never done one. Maybe I'll do one one day. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably, maybe we do, both do one. Oh, we should get, no, I don't really get that drunk anymore. So we should get really hammered and do monologues, but. You know, man, I, j- just the thought of drinking that much makes me want to stop drinking this. I mean, I do. I know I do it more than you do, but I seriously don't do it that much anymore. It's like, exhausting. I, I got to say in the past, it's not necessarily the night. Like the night's a lot of fun, but uh, like right now I've had, you know, one whiskey drink and a beer. And uh, I mean, we had a little bit of dinner, but it's like, I have to do a lot of stuff tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want And I have to do a lot of stuff and it's exhausting and sometimes miserable without being hungover. Yeah. Hangovers are real now. Like at 35, Dude. enjoy your life. If you're younger than 35, enjoy that shit. Because when you hit 35, it's over. So I used to be able to just get wrecked. Dude. Sleep till noon. Slam a Gatorade, wake up, good to go. Ten months ago, I could get wrecked and be at work at 6 a.m. No, not me. Ten months ago. Can't do it now. How do I? I don't know what happened. That shit's been, I've been done with that for years. I mean, I wasn't one to do it, but I could do it. I definitely can't do it now. I pay for it. If I get drunk on Saturday night, it's it's Wednesday morning before I start feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. All right. Yep. Adios, folks. Bye. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.